0: All this kind of emotional um, or mental prison for ourselves we build for ourselves it's cost too much we live in this mental presence but it costs nothing when we break it free
1: hi there wherever you are whatever you're doing whoever you're with we we'll hope you're having an amazing day a quick temperature check first are you feeling awesome today if you are fantastic.
0: And if you are not, that's perfectly fine too. We just want you to know that you are not alone and we are always here for you.
1: Welcome to the first ever episode of Elephant Speaks. This is your host Frank.
0: This is your host Chloe.
1: Today we're going to talk about social anxiety and and Chloe, what's our quote today?
0: So for today's quote we have, if you want to conquer the anxiety of life, live in the moment, live in the breath.
1: That's such a heavy quote. Man, the whole topic about social anxiety is such a heavy topic too. Let me start you guys off with uh, something a little lighter. So let's talk about what is the worst social anxiety moment in your life so far, Chloe. I promise I won't laugh if you just tell me the
0: most embarrassing <laughs> Are moment. Are you kidding? That's the heavy stuff you're starting with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you could tell me something embarrassing, you know.
0: <laughs> right. And for me, I would say, I once I was born, I'm, I've been a, an anxious baby along the way. <laughs> I have a, such a interesting relationship with anxiety. I, I remember when I was... um probably in the kindergarten and wherever I go to new school or just uh, meet new friend, I would just cry my ball out. I was just like, I don't like that. <laughs> and um, until I went to the university, I, whenever I have I have a presentation going on or there's a social event because I'm a business major. There's tons of uh-huh. like uh, business mingling social events. We're going to go on and I'm just like, Oh, man, it feels you know, hard. I have networking to networking yeah.
1: events and then you have to attend for extra credits.
0: Yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> yeah, you definitely. know what I'm talking about. And I have to, sometimes I have to take a break just in the bathroom, just like take a deep breath. I'm no kidding. I just, I have to have just five minutes to myself because I'm such yes, an introvert.
1: I, I agree with you. I do the same thing. And then, you know, next thing you know, you see a bunch of others in the bathroom doing the same thing with you. <laughs> I think it's a common thing back in college. You know, a lot of people I feel know. like, you know. And that's such an understatement. It's such a, such a common thing.
0: Right. That's. I'm going to say that's a such under, underrated because the college battle is such a bonding place. <laughs> no one talk about it. Oh, <laughs> definitely. So, Frank, how about you? Tell me about your worst nightmare about social anxiety. <laughs> wow.
1: Well, first off, let me just make a statement. To the surprise of many many people around me even though i might have the loudest laugh in the whole room or mingle just through networking like an expert i always consider myself an introvert what (laughs) i know you're gonna have some comment on that
0: what like oh my gosh i i won't believe you on that like how come you gotta be an introvert i'm like a truly introvert i like like spending the whole afternoon just reading a book by the beach no one gonna disturb me but you you are like the life of the party you always go <laughs> off so many like different big fancy party and dressy fancy <laughs> and just like go on the well, stage honestly
1: I can tell you though um, I feel the same way I need a little bit of peace in my mind too and that mm-hmm. you know to me I think intro- the difference between introvert and extrovert is that introvert needs to recharge alone and the right. extroverts needs to recharge by socializing. That's the main difference, to, in my opinion. And so that, you know, technically I am an introvert because when I'm done partying, when I'm done networking, I feel exhausted. I need to go home and be by myself for a while in order to recharge.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so that makes sense. But um, to continue your question, <laughs> my worst social anxiety moment i honestly freaked out and struggled so many times before i even go to a house party i just tell you that deep mm. inside that's who i am so the worst moment was when i visited my wife's family for a month mm. so she has this huge family huge huge i mean huge family she <laughs> has 15 siblings
0: oh man you know what
1: that means and then she's the youngest so she has a family of Oh my God, it's close to 100 people.
0: Wow. A very,
1: <laughs> it's like crazy with kids and wives, spouses, you know, all that, in-laws. So it's a huge family and they have a very welcoming It's like a culture.
0: seminar you go to.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. It's like you're going to a, a church meeting when, oh. <laughs> when you're visiting your home. And then I, I absolutely love it. I love it from the start. But also, I love it from a distance. You know what I mean? Like when I was surrounded by 10 people trying to talk to me 24-7, like (laughs) 50 people 24-7, I literally panicked. So many times I had to lock myself in my room just to listen to music and pretend I was just sleeping or, you know, something like that. Just trying Mm -hmm. to be myself for, for a second. Right. But it's not at all that I didn't want to interact with them I love to but it was just super exhausting and I had no time to recharge my social battery and at those moments those worst moments anxiety I experienced was definitely intense as if I uh, didn't see much mal- value in myself but just plain embarrassed by whatever I was saying what I was doing it was terrible
0: oh man I feel you I definitely understand what you've been going through like Honestly, it's my first time hearing you um opening up like that. I really appreciate that.
1: <laughs> I love it. You're going to hear a lot on this channel, by the way.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, yes, Um you know, I I typically keeps a lot of stuff to myself because I think socializing is part of my skill and part of my image. I kind of don't want to, you know, bring that up in a way where make myself more vulnerable, but uh in here i feel very comfortable and this is where to be this is why we're talking about uh elephant in the room and our name elephant speak is literally a safe place for you to relax and be yourself and talk about the tender things that you wouldn't talk about anywhere else yeah and that brings so us a I little just deeper my... if not too deep <laughs> into our topic today social anxiety so, Chloe, we've both done some research on the topic. Why don't you share some of your uh, findings first?
0: Yeah, I would love to. So, actually, it's my first time to check all the research and data. And uh, after I do that, it's pretty shocking for me to see all these numbers. So, me particularly too. in the U.S., anxiety disorders are the most common mental health concern in the U.S., Surprisingly, not surprised. It. Yeah, I, believe I would it. believe that too. And it has been experienced by over 40 million adults nationwide. 40, 40 million adults. For, did you
1: just say 40 million people? Yes,
0: that's exactly oh right. I know. It's not just a number. It One number entitles one different each soul. And the, it can be entitled different families. So how many oh, wow. people have been while we're talking about at this moment, how many people have been experiencing anxiety every single second?
1: Well, that just scares me.
0: Right. <laughs> and also anxiety disorder, they have different type of anxiety disorder. They have generalized anxiety, social anxiety, which we're going to be focusing on today in this episode. And also panic disorder and phobias can be experience at different levels for different kind of people. It can be low level or to very high level. And all anxiety disorder have one thing in common. It's persistent, it's executive fear or worry in situation that's not necessarily threatening.
1: That's very scary that the way you put it actually. I'm now getting a little bit of uh anxiety <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that's so much solid content, you're definitely the professor here. And honestly, you said everything I was about to say too. <laughs> you just, All right. uh, let me let me just add this though. Um, a distinction here is the medical definition and the common experience. So medically diagnosed social anxiety disorder is a chronic mental condition in which, you know, social interactions cause very severe irrational anxiety, typically like fear embarrassment or even worry or something feel like they're getting judged by everybody it's very strong intense and severe and it's typically a chronic kind of condition for people but also at the same time it is very common to experience some of these feelings similar feelings and moments in our life as well but we should probably not get medically diagnosed and but it's very common and it's very normal to have those we've had it you've had it right. probably in at some point in your life right
0: right I guess it just depends on how much and how often you feel the anxiety attack we will say, like right now I'm recording this podcast I definitely feel a certain level of anxiety but it's tolerant <laughs> I can I can deal with it so I don't need to go to a hospital or anything and I think a little bit healthy dose of anxiety for our self it's health it's good for us because it means we're taking challenge we're stepping out our comfort zone we're doing great things so we should be celebrate on that
1: that's awesome yeah i think so too you know a little bit of a push a little bit of a nervous a little bit of an adrenaline you know Mm -hmm. make you feel a little bit pumped i love that Right. And we probably all have moments that we feel very anxious before social scenarios. It could be meeting a group of new people, speaking in front of strangers, or even talking about an un- un- uncomfortable topic. Yeah, You know, definitely. Th- these moments are what I usually call it, moments of slow motion, where uh, your mind is going a millions of miles an hour trying to figure out, Trying to think of the reasons that you you should worry about the next word you say or next facial expressions you make. I've had that often. Yeah, I can definitely can relate to that. You. And you know, especially when I'm meeting new people in an unfamiliar place, when I'm mingling in a networking, I'm actually very nervous. I'm just kind of wiggle it off, and
0: mm-hmm. but
1: deep inside, it scares me.
0: Right, and I think it's also like boy and girl thing because for boys there's a thing like boys never cry boys don't cry so you guys <laughs> hard to show the oh, ha- vulnerable side up, huh? right right <laughs> <laughs> so um because if you show the vulnerable like today you're opening up you're saying like you have social anxiety it's such a courage things and just amazing things for you to do, opening up as a boy. Because for girls, we always think like we are emotional, we're <laughs> we like that. And uh, it's more often for us to show emotion, like, oh, I'm nervous. I'm, I feel pretty nervous. But for boys, even y- you feel that, you just don't know who to talk to about that feeling, who to express that feeling in a more proper way, but don't want to, same like you are awake guy i
1: i love that actually you know you're getting at something really interesting i think we can do another episode on that where you know how boys or males <laughs> let's put it that way to right. express ourselves versus how women or girls you know express their emotions and how they perceive themselves after doing that i think that might be a really good topic to talk about right but um I agree with you. These these moments, I feel it and I feel like you're throwing yourself out there to be judged. That's actually a little bit scary, but I do feel a little bit safer in this podcast where I can kind of share and this is what we're focusing on. So I, I kind of just let it out a little bit, but I agree with you. There's a stereotype where guys are supposed to stand strong, stand silent, stand solid. You know, you're not supposed to say a lot of things that, you know, um, girls are trying to say. Right. But I agree. A lot of these uh, stereotypes are breaking down. And hopefully through this channel and through this episode specifically, you can break down some of your barriers um, in front of your social anxiety too.
0: Yeah. All this, I would say just the emotional present for yourself. Just break it, break it off because it's, It just costs too much when you live in that emotional present you build for yourself. But it it costs nothing when you break free.
1: Well, you're saying so many great golden (laughs) lines today. I wish I could do the same, but these are such a good line. Can you repeat that again? I just want to hear it again. It sounds (laughs) so good.
0: Oh, wow. I think God just talked to me. (laughs) He put the words in my mouth. (laughs) So (laughs) I was... um, yeah, I think for so many people, no matter you are male or female, we all experience that we just have those all this kind of emotional um, or mental presence for ourselves. We build for ourselves like, oh, should I see this? Should I do this face, face, facial expression? Or should I, should I just like, yes, yeah, so many millions of questions going on. So all this kind of it's just mental, mental. All this is mental presence. We block ourselves. It's costs too much. We living in this mental presence, but it costs nothing when we break it free. So why don't we just like break it free and live freely?
1: Wow, I love it. That's great. I'm gonna write that down <laughs> on my dashboard. I tell you that. <laughs> let's uh let's discuss a little bit about how we can mitigate social anxiety. So no matter it's big or small, long or short period of time. Chloe, you have prepared a exercise or a yes. technique for our listeners, right? In this right. type of social anxiety situations. Let's hear it.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited for share with you guys about this little exercising. It's a breathing exercising. I saw somewhere online and I tried it out. It's pretty simple. It's very simple, so very easy to follow. And uh, um, I just want to share with you guys. Hope you guys will try it out. It will be great. I promise you. How it's about this? Let's
1: uh, let's do it all together. Me, you, and the listeners. If you have an open space right now. Um, you have time, let's go ahead and try this out and I'll let you explain it and then uh, my little mind's going to try to rephrase it, (laughs) see if I can understand (laughs) what you're talking about. Uh But um, let's do it together. I think it's going to be very exciting.
0: Yeah, let's do it. So this technique is called box breathing.
1: Box like in the like the square box, the shipping yeah. box?
0: Right, oh, like okay. a square box. So pretty much what you do is, when you're breathing, you focus on drawing a box in your mind.
1: Drawing a box in your mind. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: is, is there any specifics how do we draw this box while we are breathing?
0: So for a box, there's four lines, right? Yes. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so we're starting with a starting point, which we could say it's a dot. And when we draw across, there's a line across it, and um, we will count four counts one, two, three, four. And when we reach to another dot, we just take a pause. You just hold your breath. So first, you inhale and you pause and then you exhale and four counts as well while you draw a line down
1: oh okay
0: right so that's just my way want to join the box you can either go up or go whichever direction you feel comfortable with i just feel like yeah
1: let me let me see if i got this right so when we're breathing we're basically taking a deep breath in Mm-hmm. And then we're slowly drawing this line. Mm-hmm. When each line we're drawing, the first line will be breathe in, inhale, and the f- second line will be breathe out, exhale.
0: Yes, that's so exactly going, right.
1: Okay, line by line. So we're doing mm-hmm. four about well, two sets of inhale to exhale, right?
0: Yeah, great. Awesome, you got it.
1: Awesome. Okay, okay. Then let's 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 try it. Let's try mm-hmm. it one more time.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna let's listen give it to my
1: guide here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pace it out to you, and let's do it one
0: Let's take a deep breath and close our eyes. So first, we're going to draw a line up as we breathe in. Inhale, one, two, three, four. Pause, And we're going to join a line cross as we exhale, exhale, one, two, three, four, pause. And then we're going to join a line down as we inhale, inhale, one, two, three, four, pause. And then we're going to join a line cross as we exhale, exhale. One, two, three, four, release. So pretty much what you do is just cycling through this line, cycling through, drawing all this box, until your breath back to a normal pace and you feel calm.
1: I really feel it. I feel something.
0: Mm-hmm. How but, do you feel you it? You
1: know, I can't... I, first of all, I feel like it's very similar to a guided meditation that I do. Right. You know, slowly close your eyes. Yeah. And then you kind of deep breath, you know, do all that. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I can't even say finish two sentences without a joke. <laughs> Am I the only person actually drawing with my finger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's perfect. I just not stop it. Yeah. I was
1: drawing the whole thing with my finger. While I was pausing my breathe in, breathe out, pause, I'm like, uh, my finger just can't stop. But
0: <laughs> does it help while like, you draw it with your finger?
1: I literally did. I, I was literally drawing with my finger. But I know you said you're trying to make a visual in your head,
0: right? Right.
1: Trying to draw Okay. <laughs> I guess either
0: way, like wherever it works for you, that's perfect. I'm gonna try it out next time, drawing with my fingers. I'm just gonna (laughs)
1: have to do it in private so people don't see me trying to draw the stars (laughs) in the air. So, it's gonna be so funny. But honestly, it is so simple and, and it definitely has an effect. At least I felt it. How do you feel?
0: Yeah, definitely. I love this practicing sometimes when in a big group, I would just go back to a bathroom, just help myself to doing those. And when you do it visually, no one knows what you are going on, right? So you can just like oh, do yeah. it. And just, yeah, it, it pretty much will help you focus on your breathing. And uh, throughout the day, when we have those antsy feel or just anxious feeling or just pretty much feel nervous, we always mm-hmm. forgot to live in the present. We always forgot to live in the moment, and we forgot to breathe properly. And breathing is such a gift. It's not only to keep us alive, it's more to regulate our nerve system, to cal- calm ourselves down, to grounding ourselves, to reminding us there's, no, like, there's nothing going on we need to be scared of. It's just human. <laughs> I mean, they don't bite I you, it. I guess. <laughs>
1: That's like the most basic thing that you do as a human, right. but it's also the most fundamental thing that keep you grounded.
0: Mhm, definitely. <laughs> if I, got
1: that right, I think you're throwing out so many gold out here today. Oh, I love thank it. You. Just one simple exercise. Well, it probably won't help you solve all the social anxiety issues, but uh, admittedly, it's also such a big prop a big uh, topic to dig into. I, I love to live it a little bit open-ended. But at the end of the day, I want to say this. In order to mitigate a lot of uh, uh, the anxiety that we have, it's first to recognize it, acknowledge it, and then do a little bit of remedy as much as you can. Just like these kind of uh, exercises we just did today. It will probably make you feel better. You know, it will never make you feel worse. It just makes you feel a little better. And then keep on doing it. Right. And... Chloe, remember that quote that I shared about social anxiety, the one, the psychology one?
0: Oh, yeah, I love that quote.
1: Yeah, um, so the quote is very short. You are not your psychology. So a lot of thoughts in your mind are temporary. It does not make it who you are. I hope all of us you just keep that in mind. And also, uh, very importantly, let's, uh, let's acknowledge at the, uh, sometimes everybody has a little bit of social anxiety at some moments and let's acknowledge that let's not make it a big big deal and uh, you know do the exercise Chloe just show you today join the box you don't have to use your finger like me but uh, just make sure you do that until you feel a little bit better for yourself to me that's the biggest takeaway for me for this episode Do you have anything uh, to say Chloe
0: Yeah, I definitely love that. For social anxiety, there is nothing we need to scared of it or we need to feel ashamed of it because everyone has it and we're not alone. Everyone is in this fight. And uh, you pretty much just gonna embrace it, go with the flow because fear is such a liar living your head. Just break it and you will be free.
1: Love it. It costs nothing to break the wall let's leave it that way and uh, that is it guys this is the first episode of elephant speaks and we went over the important topic of social anxiety and we went over a little bit of a remedy uh, through Chloe's guide about a box breathing technique that you can do in any situations um, not sure with the finger but um, you can definitely do that in your mind in any situation to calm yourself down and you know from this point on Just make sure you recognize sometimes you're in such situations, acknowledge it, and try to mitigate it as much as you can. Let's keep it as our takeaway for this episode. But um, Chloe, do you have anything to to add for our end of the episode?
0: I would say, I would love to see you guys feedback on why you guys trying this little technique, box breathing and if you mm-hmm. love it feel free to share with your loved ones family friends and let us know how you guys like it how you guys trying this out does it help or does it not helpful or either way just let us know
1: awesome awesome we're gonna stay connected and a, a brief recap that we just did and next up we'll have a brief preview of the next episode the power of random acts of kindness both you and the people who receive them so the question the homework question that we have for you guys before the next episode is that when was the last time you witness experience or give a random act of kindness Chloe, this is such a tender topic to talk about right the random act of kindness
0: Right, definitely, because um, there is so much random kindness coming from strangers, from a person who have no, ex- no expectation they will return a favor or something. It's just pure kindness. I love that. And uh, especially in this pandemic season we're going on, it's almost been two years we're in this pandemic. I yeah. bet you definitely miss those pure human touch, hum- pure human connections.
1: Yeah, I I totally agree. And then when you uh, first brought up this topic for, for an episode, I was really, you know, it surprised me for a little bit, but also at the same time, I'm like, this is it. I wanna do this because I feel like I've experienced it. I've done it and also I've witnessed it. We see these feeds on, you know, Facebook posts and everybody share it, I love it. You know, crying faces. It's the power of the random acts of kindness. And we're going to talk about it in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hope you guys are excited as we are. And uh, we're going to stay tuned. And um, we will see you in the next episode.
0: Yes. Hope to see you guys there.